speak a little louder, or do we need to move this closer to you? I can turn up the gain. Yeah, you sound pretty quiet. Ooh. Ah, 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 ah. Get up and come on, get down with the, the sickness. sickness. <laughs> so, turns out I was not, not getting better, I was getting worse. Yeah, constantly getting worse. <laughs> I'm going to enjoy my nice Elysian space dust, and Kristen's going to enjoy some throat lozenges. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I will try not to be that obnoxious person who clicks them in my teeth, but the alternative is you guys get to listen to me hack my head off. Well, that's what I've been doing the past couple of weeks. <laughs> Welcome to the Nightmare Box, presenting Mistakes Were Made. My name's Brett Bloom. I'm sitting across from the beautiful, the effervescent, the perpetually sick at this point, Kristen Pennington. How you feeling, love? You look like death. <laughs> past two days i have not gotten out of bed i tried to go to work on friday and hr was like uh we're gonna need you to go home you're freaking people out <laughs> so it's I, like, like this coronavirus thing is yeah. scaring the shit out of everybody no, that's literally what she said puking blood in the toilet <laughs> yeah she was like uh with this whole coronavirus thing yeah we're, we can't have you in the office <laughs> so i was like okay <laughs> need to take a two-week stay go home and kill your boyfriend <laughs> so I, I uh came home and went straight to bed and then drug myself out of bed long enough to try to do the dishes so I didn't feel like a total slob when Brett came home. <laughs> and then spent pretty much the entire next day in bed as well. Yep. And uh, all I've seen of Kristen, and that's why this episode might be a little wonky, um, is... We had dinner together we had, once. Yeah, we had dinner together once uh, in the past two days. That's all I've seen of her. She's been locked in the bedroom. She came out that one time for soup. She <laughs> ate soup for 20 minutes while we watched The Office, and then she fucked right back off again. <laughs> and the <laughs> next night, I attempted to prep Brett's dinner, threw up, and then went back to bed and skipped dinner. <laughs> <laughs> I was, she was like, is there anything I could do? And I was like, yeah, I'm going to hop in the shower if you wouldn't mind, like, dicing some potatoes for me real quick. And came back, and she was like, yeah, fuck all of this. <laughs> I'm out of it. <laughs> And I, I played video games until midnight. I feel a little better today, though. I don't feel, like, as feverish anymore, so... You're coming out of it. Yeah. Yeah. And you went down, and Jax went down at the same exact time, so I've just been completely alone with the cats. I feel like I just live in a one-bedroom by myself at this point. <laughs> uh, did you survive, Winston? Uh, kind of. It's, you know, it's been weird. Yeah, whenever I shut the bedroom door last night, Winston kept trying to come in, and I was like, nope, you gotta go. <laughs> I'm not dealing with that energy shut up in one single bedroom. But that is why you guys might have noticed that the short came out one day late, but you can go watch... Happy Birthday. Directed by the beautiful, the effervescent, the constantly sickly, Kristen Pennington. <laughs> On youtube.com slash nightmareboxproductions. Goddamn right. Probably the website if I've done that yet. <laughs> You're so sick, you could not be less excited. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Like, we can throw a party! It's release day! You were like, You're how like, do you feel about it? I was like, eh. <laughs> yeah, I'm going back to bed. <laughs> I'm sitting on the... It's like I was like, bar. I think it's pretty awesome that you did all this incredible shit, especially the last minute tweak you made, to the last like five seconds of the film. I think it puts it all together, and you're like, ugh, kill me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure I'll be excited about it when I feel better. <laughs> I don't really want to read people's hate messages while I'm feeling down. Yeah, fuck them. But because that one's out of the park, the new homework assignment is up on the website as of you guys listening to this. As of the recording on the first, I am also a day behind because Kristen has been... Brett's been taking care of me. Yeah. 
But I've got the whole day off from work tomorrow, so I'll get the notes typed up. I'll get them put up on the site. You can read it all in detail. But basically what we're shooting for is, what, like a 5 to 15 um, on the theme of the luck of the Irish. So you got to play with a good luck or a bad luck element. You have to introduce something, if I'm understanding the challenge so far. Mm -hmm. uh, you have to introduce something that will change the character's luck either for the better or for the worst by the end. So start it in a good place, end it in a bad, or start it in a bad place, end it in a good. Yeah. Start it in a bad place and end it with a worse. I don't really give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> Some key element of the story needs to flip the luck around mm -hmm. and it has to be like some kind of plot twist ish thing mm -hmm. that uh isn't gimmicky or ridiculous like something yeah. that you can kind of see coming um, no, no cliches we don't want to have the trickery yeah. out there in the world where uh you you make cloverfield and you make me believe that he's mentally ill and then all of a sudden aliens <laughs> It was really good up until the end, though. It was a really good movie. I don't That's know why you everything. shit on that one so hard, because... There are definitely worse ones that we've watched, and that was a beautiful movie up until the tail. Well, that that's it, it unravels all the beauty. I'm not fighting you while you're sick. <laughs> it unravels all the beauty of the film. Everything that was beautiful about the film is me, fucked because now it's aliens. Because to me, Hereditary is the same. Like Hereditary is a beautiful film, and at the tail end, it is a Shit's cult. The bed. Yeah, it is yeah. a cult. So, but the like, rest yeah. of the movie was so good, I constantly forget how it ended. We gotta rewatch, like revisit that one. Yeah, we have to rewatch Hereditary. Um, right now while you're sick would, would have been a great time to do the study on joker you mm. know rewatch that two more times while you're you know bedridden but eh, missed opportunities mistakes were made <laughs> we don't have a tv in the bedroom either though Got a laptop yeah that's true they don't have cd rump drives anymore do they no the laptops no they don't so yeah no. <laughs> we could have even though we own it rented it <laughs> on uh <laughs> online that we would do, have been a good way. We do own it, right? We did buy that, didn't yeah, we? I've got yeah, got it on DVD. This conversation is tanking. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm, I'm coming at you with topics, and I just feel like they're like getting shot <laughs> left and right. I'm sorry. You're sober. You're sick. Uh, so what did you want to talk about today, Left? Because um, I, I didn't have a lot of <laughs> So I'd introduce the rough draft and announce that the other movie happened. My only other note is uh, in the next episode, we're going to return to the two-star and that one is called He's Out There. So that's on Netflix. Go watch that. Follow along with us next week. But what is it that you wanted to talk about? That's a wrap. We're out of here. No, just kidding. That's it. We're out of here. Just giving you guys the, the bona fide, most boring part of our lives. <coughs> we haven't talked to each other in two days. She doesn't love me anymore. No. Go. <laughs> no. Um, so our last two star... Um, Sorry if I'm a little pausey today. I'm trying to catch my breath so I don't, like, hack in your ears. Um, palsy. Pausey? Palsy. Like, palsy? you have bells, palsy. I meant, like, pausing <laughs> between my sentences. I know. Jokes don't even work on sick. That's what I was telling everybody. You had bells, palsy. In that joke. That's what I was doing. <laughs> you can't make me laugh because I'll cough, too. <laughs> we can't have any fun I can't make you laugh most episodes <laughs> despite the fact that I already tried <laughs> we can't have any fun in this episode we have to be serious so that I can breathe <laughs> yeah that's what it feels like she's gonna break up with me yeah, like, oh. this is all a ruse no, it's, it's a red hair oh, babe it's our last two star we did um oh shoot what was it called 
Bye bye. Happy man. birthday. Bye bye, man. Oh, so, <laughs> two star. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, ours yeah. could potentially eventually be a two star in our yeah, eyes as well. <laughs> Whatever. But. It's brilliant now. It's brilliant later. <laughs> People will study it and we'll be paid millions. <laughs> no, the bye bye, man. And we both talked about it after we recorded it and felt like it went really well and kind of a The bit episode, more... not the movie. Yeah, the episode. <laughs> we felt like it a bit more embodied the point of the two star. Like, we've been yeah. a little sporadic with doing the two stars. Like, we meant to do them every Tuesday. That's why they're called Two Star Tuesday. And then with the move and just life changes in general, it's gotten <clears throat> a little harder to keep up with them every week sometimes. <laughs> but, um... We kind of got in a, a pace for a while there where we were just watching really terrible, terrible two stars and just Every making week. fun of them. Yeah. And um, with the Bye Bye Man, like, we both felt like after the episode, we kind of, like, really dug in and analyzed it and um, talked about, like, I guess changes we would make if we were working mm-hmm. on it and where we felt like it could be improved. And So it was more <clears throat> positive instead of, you know, open You canon. fucked yeah. everything up. Yeah. Shitting on it from the second we started yeah. was never the intention. And we, and we have done that <laughs> to a couple of two stars, unfortunately. Some of them deserve <clears throat> Yeah, some of them There were been... no redeeming qualities <laughs> of a few of them. Some of them have been pretty bad. But um, the Bye Bye Man episode, I feel like, kind of more embodied what our hope is for the two yeah. stars. So it kind of had me thinking about, um, since happy birthday is now live, like what we could learn from our own short films. Jax is joining me. So if you hear him, Kristen is recording from the couch in <laughs> yeah. this episode. If this sounds a little off to you guys, she's, she's sitting on the couch right now. I feel super bummy. <laughs> and Jax is now being bummy with me. I, we have got, I have got to, we've got to build a studio and I have to have a couch. <laughs> I've ever been. I have a pillow at my back. I have a blanket. And It'll Jax stop dumbass from eating on the show if he has mom snuggles. He's snuggling. This is the most cozy I've ever been. All right. <laughs> but um, so we kind of thought it would be nice to take a moment to analyze our own uh, two short films that we've actually released and the three that have kind of fallen by the wayside for now. And what uh, like we feel like we did right and where we could have improved and what we learned from them and going forward into the future like what we kind of hope for um like our future short films yeah so um i don't know i feel like i go through i don't know if you do this with your writing but i feel like i go through waves with like my work where Mm -hmm. like while i'm working on it like there's kind of like this anxiety of like when you're first putting it together and it's like oh god this is really rough and then Mm -hmm. when you get kind of closer to the end like you actually start to like or I actually start to feel like proud of it, you know, it's like, oh, like this yeah. actually turned out pretty neat. And then when it comes to time to post it for some reason, like I've watched the final version of it enough times that I'm like, oh God, this isn't that great, is it? Yeah. <laughs> so by the time it comes so time to post it. That imposter syndrome where you got to let go of your baby and you're like, oh, she's not ready. <laughs> yeah. Can't so, watch her leave. <laughs> so I go to post it. I'm like, oh, it really wasn't that great. <laughs> and then like, um, with the dolls, I'm sure I'll feel that way with Happy Birthday too. But with the dolls, like a couple of months later down the road, like I could go back and rewatch it and be like, oh, that really wasn't that bad for yeah. what it was, you know? I mean, there's still definitely stuff I'd change, but I'm kind of in that wave right now with Happy Birthday where I'm like, oh, God, I have to post this. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be proud of it again. Yeah. I, I say it all the time, you know, with the Madman Diaries, which is my one published book, which is available on Amazon and uh, eBay and Barnes and & Noble. And a handful of other websites, and eventually our own website. The nightmarebox.blog. But I am having difficulties figuring <coughs> out why I got pulled down in the first place. Um, 
is it is a very, 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 very short collection. <laughs> it bugs me. Uh, the editing of the thing made sense at the time. Bugged me for a while and makes sense again. And I sold a book this week. Um, so I was able to dig out another copy so I could sign that and send that one off. And I was kind of flipping through, looking at a couple of the you know stories, like parts, not whole stories, but like reading a paragraph here and there. And I'm actually quite smitten <laughs> with how it was written. I think that there are definitely things that I could go back if I were to rewrite it. I plan to rewrite it in like 10 years, like revisit those stories and redo them. Um, just for me, I don't know if that'll ever be like a published thing. But... Yeah, going back and looking at it, I was like, man, I've, I've, I've been in my head going, that was the worst shit ever. You know? <laughs> Fuck it, don't, you know, promote it, just let it die off and, you know, its own little thing. Sold a whole shitload of copies, heard nothing but good things. Yeah, you sold a couple hundred, didn't you? Yeah, about, you know, a thousand. You know, oh, really? A little over a thousand. I yeah. didn't realize it's been that many. I think it was that. Yeah, it was somewhere in that neighborhood. Um over years, not, you know, immediately. I, I think I flew through the first, like, 200 copies because I had to reorder them. Yeah. Uh, and then it's been sporadic. But at this point, yeah, I've done some serious work on it. Um, where was I? Uh, that you were proud of it again. Yeah. But, yeah, I picked it back up and I was reading through it. And I was like, this isn't bad, you know. Like, it's oh, not. It's a really good book. It's not fantastic. And you can read it, you know, on your lunch break. You and... know, <laughs> Cover to cover. <laughs> I liked it so much that there is a story, I will not tell you which one, um, there's a story in there that is eventually going to be our short film challenge, so yep. if you want to play a little guessing game until later in the year, buy the book and you can write us and <laughs> try to guess which one yeah. we're doing. Or use one of them as a prompt for your own story. Fuck it, adapt it, I don't care. You know? <laughs> and it's not the dolls, because we did the dolls yeah, already. Yeah, we did the dolls already, and we've We've got one that is in there that we are using for our film festival yep. uh, shot that we're going to do later on this year. I, I think it's the Halloween festival, but we haven't like nailed um, down which yeah, one it is. We're aiming for around Halloween this year, mm -hmm. but yeah. You should buy the book, read the stories, and then write us and guess which one you think we're doing. Hell yeah. <laughs> No, it's a really and if you book. do the one that we're doing, I'll kill your whole family. But I'm not going to tell you which one we're doing. So, uh, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so yeah, like with Happy Birthday, my biggest grief, I think, with this one has been my eternal lack of knowledge of special effects stuff. Mm -hmm. And so I think... It's definitely been your biggest frustration that... We, we should have used a green screen moment. Well, not even necessarily a green screen. I just, like, I, I'm sure there was a way, because I could track the face. I just don't know enough about it to smoothly transition the face yeah. on there. And yeah. I'm, I'm sure there's a, a way to do it without having needed a green screen. I just don't have the skill set. So I think after this film, I'm probably going to try to find a book on, like, after motion effects graphics and yeah after effects yes i for sure need to get a book on after effects because i am woefully lacking in my knowledge and even just with the um title sequences mm -hmm. i've been kind of frustrated with how plain i feel like the title sequences and stuff are on our films because i don't know enough about them to do fancy title yeah, sequences it kind of opens up like powerpoint you yeah. know brilliant opening shot powerpoint moment Back to brilliant yeah, shots. Because I don't, I don't know how to do fancy exploding titles or yeah. whatever, you know. So I'm kind of limited to what 
Adobe gives you as like presets. So I kind of use the presets that are built into Adobe and then just mm -hmm. change them to what I want them to say. So yeah, I think that's hands down my biggest woe of this second short film is that I don't know any after effects of any kind, really. Do you so. have a positive? Uh, yeah, like I, I do feel like um, it's like don't open, you know, compliment sandwiches. No. Okay, no, that's what we're that's aiming what we're for doing. here. The Both. No, you opened with an insult. That's no, the that's that's like is, a. This is my what I learned from this film. What you're doing is you're doing the Klondike bar. You're not doing a cookie <laughs> or a sandwich, an Oreo. <laughs> <laughs> you asked me before what I learned, and that's definitely been my biggest. Klondike, like... cr Klondike critiques should be the title <laughs> of our podcast. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I I do feel like with this one in particular um, that I I think I suffered a bit within our other ones that kind of died off. I kind of went more with the flow of whatever we were shooting and yeah. how I felt in the moment versus like a rigid, like we have to shoot this and we have to shoot this and we have to shoot this. And it was like, well, do I like this in this moment? And do I think this is going to work for this scene? And how does this make mm -hmm. me feel? And how do I think it's going to make other people feel? Well, you kind of cut and pasted a lot of the original script for it mm -hmm. and in that front end more than in the rest of it. But yeah, you, know, you took the mood that was in the script and you're like, well, that shot wouldn't convey that, but I can convey it a lot faster by doing this trick, you know, here. Yeah. And like, I, I feel like, like, especially like the pacing came together much more smoothly this time That's around for me. That's my proudest part for you. <laughs> like I... There's a musicality and there's no dialogue, you know, it might as well be the build up to a music video. <laughs> And maybe that's what I needed, because I struggled so hard with the pacing and the dolls, like, especially the just conversation pieces where mm -hmm. no action was happening, and it was like, I don't know what the mood's supposed to be here, it's just two people talking to each other, yeah. and, like, I don't know how to, like, properly pace this moment, so, like, whenever the girls were on the bed talking, like, just playing with the dolls, and it wasn't, like, a tense moment or anything, it was just, like, a lighthearted, playful, like, oh, and this is what mm -hmm. my doll is doing. Like, I could not, for the life of me, get the pacing in that scene right, and I still don't know to this day that I quite nailed it, so maybe kind of having a moment with a short film where there wasn't any dialogue to, like, try to figure out will help me in the future when there is dialogue, because it was just, like, how do I feel versus, like, what are they saying? Yeah. Well, how a lot of the mood... do they need to take? A lot of the mood got stricken down <clears throat> due to fucking censorship. You know? <laughs> if we would have had these establishing shots, I feel like you would have been able to get a feel for the move. Mm -hmm. or the move. The mood. But because we almost had to open it on, like, happy, shiny, go lucky, you know? Like, we couldn't introduce the character quite the way that I intended for the character to have been yeah. introduced. And so it kind of hits you out of nowhere. Like, oh, shit, this guy's, like, real world unglued. But you would have known that right from the jump in the original script. Yeah. I'm still yeah. mad at what's-or-nuts. <laughs> I have no idea who reported me. I was never told. I was just told someone did. I don't know if it was a guy yeah. or a girl. I'm blaming women. <laughs> okay. She's probably like, I'm gonna go up there with my mocha and I'm gonna file a trigger warning paper. <laughs> um, Writing-wise, did like seeing the final version of Happy Birthday change anything for you? Uh, it, it, it taught me quite a bit, you know? Like, I don't write with a lot of dialogue as there, you know... As there is, so dialogue itself is more of a challenge for me, and I need to figure that out. So in this next one, there has to be speaking of some, you know, mm -hmm. sort. Um, but because there was no dialogue and it relied so heavily on camera, 
um, I can interweave kind of what I've learned here and just what we've talked about in the past two months leading up to the release of this about tracking shots, um, about location, <laughs> trying to find any road that doesn't have 15 fucking cars on it. Um, Getting Kristen a windscreen so we can film outside without it sounding yeah. like... <laughs> <laughs> Sound uh, in general, like we've learned a lot here, what you've done with the railroad <coughs> tracks in this film is you know beautiful. So like, trying to think about all of the things that you've taught me while turning this you know into a, a film um and then like kind of kneading those into like does that make sense like yeah. what i'm writing like yeah. trying to take all of that which was just background noise where i left it up where i was like well Kristen will assume this is what i meant now i know where i could you know add a few extra details on my own to kind of suggest like a starting point here you know outside of saying this is the mood that i'm aiming for i could say you know as the sound builds build a railroad you know car i don't know if you remember saying that on i don't even remember which episode it was it was like one or two back but that was actually your suggestion choosing a railroad car the screeching of the train yeah so that's what i did this morning i went and tried to find one that didn't sound like cheesy Mm -hmm. that was best one i could find so it was really fucking good i drank a lot so sometimes i'm like that was a great move and you're like yeah you told me that while you were hammered the other day (laughs) yeah you suggested on (laughs) an episode i guess like two back maybe you were like yeah you should have a a railroad track or a a train tire screeching at the end (laughs) i bet i could find one (laughs) figure that out (laughs) <laughs> but taking things like that and in the moment of the writing, you know, I think those details that don't necessarily translate to like long form fiction writing uh, as often, like putting that in my screenwriting, you know, yeah. like there's, there's a shitload of detail in fiction writing. I'm not trying to say that, but you don't get the effect of the screech of the railroad car jump shot screech of the railroad car jump yeah, shot yeah because you're actually not supposed to put um any camera direction at all in a, a screenplay like that's actually kind of taboo and against the rules so like it is i guess i feel like a bit more difficult to convey um like in a professional world like what you're really imagining like um brett does sometimes. i have a very limited vocabulary uh for what Kristen does so i, I use my little words as <laughs> you, often you as do. i can you do sometimes put in camera direction though like what you're mm-hmm. kind of thinking and i don't necessarily always follow those but i am kind of like oh so that's how you know brett's picturing it and how yeah. am i picturing it so like i don't mind it's like two painters and... trying to describe a painting and then going from there. Be like, okay, so I want to paint a man sitting in a chair. And then like, we have to make that image match. Think... So it's not an easy task, but we're learning how to do it pretty well. My yeah. meld. <laughs> I was going to say, I think that's actually been, even though three of these have kind of fallen by the wayside, the most helpful thing that we're, I guess now technically five in, um, that we have kind of had that time to adjust to like, like, you know what you're thinking versus what I'm thinking and kind of like melding those two thoughts together because there have been times like in posts where I've been like well what do you think about this and you're like well let's tweak this and I'm like yeah okay that is better yeah. you know so or like in your writing I don't always necessarily follow to the T what you have written like the opening sequence um jumps back and forth versus mm-hmm. just showing the backpack just sitting there 
So um, I do feel like that has definitely, yeah. I guess, been the best. Like that heartbeat outcome. is in the writing, but I envisioned it slightly different. Kristen was able to use that same heartbeat rhythm to better capture what it was that I was trying to say. Yeah. So it's it's been nice to see that development over the past couple of shorts. Like oh, like we kind of get it. <laughs> like I know mostly what you mean and you know mostly mm-hmm. what i mean and then we can kind of tweak in the middle yeah my writing style is uh, not gonna work i don't think for anybody else so if you decide to put down the camera then i'll probably just give up screenwriting because <laughs> people will look at it and be like that is the most unprofessional <laughs> it's like so, he wrote a short story what do i do with the short story <laughs> <laughs> somebody produced saw exactly i mean that dude also wrote saw so he knew what he was thinking about or she no, okay, it's the, it's the Matrix people that became women. <laughs> Wasn't we're born Wu women. They were always women. Wu, isn't that who yeah, did Saw? The, yeah, Wu yeah. did Saw. I can't there. remember his first name. John Wu, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. We're floundering here. <laughs> <laughs> um, you came up with the concept for the podcast, Sick in the Bathtub. So like, <laughs> you're like, we'll talk about the good, the bad, the ugly of all of our work. And it's like, I've written a lot of shit. <laughs> Uh, don't know. Um, the bad? It's terrible. I have imposter syndrome. <laughs> How about the dolls? What do you feel like from that one? Like, because you wrote the actual short story, and then you had to adapt it into a screenplay and then readapt it again when we got told no. So, <laughs> what do you feel like was, like, the biggest, like, learning moment for you in that? Well, can I say my, my favorite part about working on this one one mm-hmm. thing that i think that we truly nailed for happy birthday first no you may not no <laughs> yes. all right well my favorite part of the goal um no i i thought that the ending sequence uh with the blood came out looking a shitload more realistic than i'd imagined it would in my head i was like they're gonna get that we were aiming for blood but it's not actually gonna look like blood and when you see it and the angles that we you know, managed to grab for that and the way that you've edited those angles together, because that's my directorial debut, uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, is uh, zooming in on Kristen's vagina. Uh, <laughs> but um, the way that the blood all played out at the end of that, I thought was beautiful. It had like a very opera like feel to it. I did crop. <laughs> I did crop in the shots that actually show like like very clearly the blood because like in the original shot you could see my face and everything and I cropped it down to just like my legs and the blood because I wanted it to be a little more like tied in and personal Mm -hmm. so um I did actually crop those in a bit but yeah I I liked the way that I because I was a little worried when we were stirring the blood it looked very brown for some reason it looked and (laughs) so we were at both at best at best hoping that it would like semi dry you know not have a blood that had been there for a while (laughs) (laughs) but actually yeah looked really convincing my my acting was still not on par there is still a scene where my eyelids flutter a bit but i fuck it yeah (laughs) i'm not gonna stress over that (laughs) it did not go to juilliard we should have put blood on the baby that's i think the biggest (laughs) makeup faux pas in the entire you could have have washed it in the shower while you were showering that would have been the move we should have added a scene where there was just like something bundled up on the floor and be like okay doc a baby in the treetop there's no blood on the baby people 
There's blood all over the fucking place, but yeah. there's no blood on the baby. That might have been neat, like a shot of you taking a bath instead of a shower and like yeah. showing you like pouring water on something. Oh. Or or just the water in the tub, and then we you know poured a little bit of blood in it, so you get that misty look to the blood, so you can tell something off screen's been dunked, but it might be just his hands. Mistakes were made. Mistakes were made. <laughs> Workshopping it after Workshopping the fact. Workshopping it after the fact. Well, we're pointing out the good, the bad, the ugly. You guys go watch it. We tear down other people's work all the time. I'm going to look at myself with the same keen eye of observation. <laughs> Should have shaved the doll, too. <laughs> Should have shaved the doll. I didn't want to do that. I, that's one of our baby girls. <laughs> that's one of the, the doll in uh, Happy Birthday is one of the dolls from the dolls. Exactly. And I'm going to use her a lot. She's going to be a pretty constant thing. I like writing about dead children. I can't I tell you why. I don't know if there's a scene in the dolls where you really see her clearly anywhere, but she's she's the doll if she is in the dolls that has the bloodshot red eyes. Yeah. She's, uh, if you go through the um, behind-the-scenes photos, she's one of the two dolls sitting next to the slate on her last day of filming that says that's a wrap. Yep. She's the bloodshot-eyed doll that definitely needs to take a nap. <laughs> I think she's on the clothes hanger. I don't know if she was in the final cut yeah, but I don't know we, if she's in the final cut I, I know that we picked two and I was like pick two that we're like kind of keeping because I'm gonna fuck the rest of these up <laughs> me and Caleb went out to the barbecue grill and we're like cooking dolls it looked I, I would have porcelain without eye gear yeah no we almost died a lot like I'm not saying that like it was a safe thing we didn't have a safety officer <laughs> I'm not, I, I will I refuse to credit myself as the safety officer because I want you know Brett's reckless. Yeah. I w- I'm still actively trying to find a police department that is cool with me exploding a car. The closest to the safety person, and I was not present at the time of the cooking of the dolls. Yeah, you were present for the chainsaw. Uh, mm-hmm. I climbed up a tree and uh, hung up a clothesline. <laughs> <laughs> I still to this day feel bad about that. <laughs> <coughs> Spend so much time trying to make that work. We had. Oh, sorry. <coughs> 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 making fun of me. No, we had <laughs> we had cheap, shitty. Um, what was it? A tennis set? It was yeah. like a pop-up. Like a volleyball set. set. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. volleyball. Um, yeah. Like cheap, like, hollow plastic tubes. Yeah, like something you could just pop up, like on the beach if you were going on vacation or whatever. Because we could not, for the life of us, find actual clothesline yeah, stuff. Which tells you a thing or two about Tennessee, where you can no longer air dry your clothes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Brett spent probably a solid hour what trying to put to that little into concrete. Chicken fried. <laughs> I tried to do what? I said you spent probably about an hour trying to put that into concrete, and that mm-hmm. did not work. Yeah. I did not try to put it into concrete. It was, it was old, like gravel or yeah, rocks that or old, something. It was that old Tennessee clay. Uh, it had rocks like two inches underneath mm. it, so it was like part of a foundation that was, you know, it didn't work. It's basically <laughs> what happened. So it ended up to a tree instead. Yeah, well, we put it up, and then we hung the dolls, and then the weight of the dolls broke one of the poles, and then we had to unclip all of the dolls and put in. Th- these shits had like nails driven in the head, and, like fucking <laughs> knives stabbed through them. Real knives, not prop knives. Yeah. <laughs> had a screwdriver through the chest. So yeah, no, we 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 went balls to the wall. <laughs> Thank you, Kayla Blum. <laughs> so, what was your favorite part about the dolls? Is that even a question? 
<laughs> was uh, okay. it the dolls it, it, it smashing was, and breaking and I mean, burning? That that was huge for me. Uh, the chainsaw scene because I got to I've never done that before, and it was so fucking carnal. It was awesome. I mean, it's like my own little homage to Kubrick where I'm like, I'm going through the door too. I ain't using your bitch ass axe. I'm killing a kid. I ain't trying to kill his mom. You know? I'm doing it on screen. They ain't running out into the fucking woods. Fuck that. I think my favorite thing. Um, like Jack Nicholson, hardcore. And I'm never going to be able to feel like that again. I think my favorite thing about that moment is the behind the scenes video, though, where um, Caleb was recording you yeah. on his phone. And uh, you can see that moment where you're like, okay, like, let's do this. <laughs> like, you take I, this big breath in. I had no fucking idea what was going to happen. Had no idea. <laughs> Bought a cheap-ass door. I didn't know if I was going to nick it with the chainsaw and it was going to kill Splinter. you. I didn't know where you were on the other side of the door. I didn't know if it was going to fly into my face, if it was going to fly into your face. The sandbags were going to hold. Yeah. I, I, a chainsaw is such raw fucking mechanical power to begin with. It was just like, I was shaky. It's hung over. I was <laughs> been on set all day. Might have been actively drinking at that point. I know at some point during the dolls, like I was just drinking a beer outside. I, was like, I don't know if that was before or after I handled machinery. <laughs> I don't think you were drinking that day. I think Caleb and I like had one or two on oh, the really? patio. I I can't remember. I might be mixing up my days. It I was not there apart. for any of that. I, I know would have on, safety officer yeah. you for sure. I know on one of the nights you got so upset with me that like we you got mad and then like raced home and then I had to follow. But when we drove out, it was nice and warm. And when we drove back, it was nice and cold. And I didn't have a top on the Jeep and it was an hour and ten minute drive back to the apartment. I wasn't mad at you. We were both like exhausted. We've been on set all day. Yeah, we were nippy. <laughs> And then it was like, fuck you, fuck you. And, and uh, then I had to drive for an hour and 10 in a t-shirt and like 30 really degree bad. weather. <laughs> no doors. Like <laughs> looking back at you like as soon as the rain started yeah. hitting my windshield on the road. And it was raining. Was like, oh, no. <laughs> and I still didn't get as sick as you are right now. <laughs> Sitting in the McDonald's fucking drive through just getting pissed on. I'm frozen. And I'm like, my girlfriend wants french fries. <laughs> Sprinkles started hitting my windshield. And I was like, oh, God, please hold off for just a little bit longer. I was like, it didn't, like, downpour, thankfully, but I kept expecting it to. I was like, please hold off for just a little bit longer. <laughs> oh, that was terrible. It was hilarious. None of my life makes sense. <laughs> no. I think moral of the story, though, for the dolls is don't compromise your art. Don't compromise your art. Don't compromise yourself. Don't think shit through. Have bipolar disorder and drive <laughs> almost shirtless. In the pouring rain. In the pouring rain in 40 degree weather <laughs> with Solid. no top on your Jeep. Solid lessons. Uh, with headlights. At that point, I think I was still turning off by uh, disconnecting the battery. <laughs> That's where Kristen met me. What a like shit we, show we, we are. Yeah, we were in the parking lot one day, and she was like, what are you doing? I'm like, I have to reconnect the battery, because the lights don't turn off on it. And I don't know how to fix that right now. <laughs> no, when we first met, you didn't have windows for the Jeep at all. You'd send me yeah. photos of yourself, like, With a balaclava and a ski mask. And I'm like, ah! 
like, time to go home. Like, Do you want to ride? <laughs> I'm out of here. I know it's pissing down rain right now. I can freeze my dick off, but... <laughs> I think, too, for me, um, the dolls was kind of a turning point, which... Uh, Ziggy was probably a little too ambitious, so it felt a little flat on Ziggy. Ziggy but... was hardcore ambitious, <laughs> given uh, other people on the project who shall not be named, yeah. not entirely giving a fuck about being yeah. there within two hours of the shoot time. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, the Dolls was like a turning point. Showing up not knowing a classic David Bowie song. I'll fight you, dude. I'll fight you. <laughs> While you look at your phone. Anyways. While you're actively splitting. Um, Fuck them. Now we're doing the good, the bad, the ugly. Well, I've got a grudge. Trying to get there. And I don't even know the name of the dude I have a grudge against. I'm trying to get there. But he's probably dead of a real world heroin overdose Dave. right now. And that's probably better for everybody. No. <laughs> Jack's still dead to chill. Um, no, like the dolls was kind of a turning point for me. Not just in not compromising the work because we <laughs> changed so much of the writing that a lot of people said the story fell a little flat. And then um, I personally had some doubts that we were going to pull off the chainsaw scene when we first started. Yeah. And it went really smoothly, honestly. Like it was one of the easiest scenes we filmed, got it all in one shot, and then I just pieced it together. It's basically and, the staple of our relationship is I declare a goal and then you're like, that's insane, Brett. That's never going to happen. And now we live in Montana. <laughs> I said, Montana would never happen. I said, how are we going to make that happen? Well, you ask me that at every step. Every time I introduce a crazy idea, eventually I'll convince you that we can blow up a car. <laughs> but, so, yeah, with the chainsaw scene, like I initially kind of doubted that and it ended up being pretty easy. And like, if you actually take time and care and put in like the effort and research into something that you want to do that is ambitious it's totally doable which i mean i think with um ziggy especially like the problem there was it was just so ambitious and we were on such a tight time crunch that it just didn't happen and i think like it's the, a great idea though, no right? and it's but, definitely still something i want to revisit but i yeah. think i've got a stack of index cards that we need to put back up in the apartment so we can figure out how to make it happen but i need like 25 grand from somebody <laughs> so i can buy a honda civic <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i think with um like even the ones that we've kind of lost along the way like there's been like stuff to learn from them like Ziggy especially like we tried to do that one as another school project and it was too big of a concept I think for such a tight crunch and yeah, it needs more it's because we're too cool for school <laughs> it needs more like time and effort put into it and so it's definitely one I think we both want to revisit and like figure out how we can do all the crazy stuff Brett wants to do <laughs> <laughs> and definitely I think with that one it was so rushed like casting wise and everything it just was crumbling at every yeah. turn. I was like, what is happening here? No, we're a two-man army. Like, <laughs> but, like, we're trying to, like, wage war against the entire industry. You know? Yeah. That's what Ziggy represents for me, and I will get Ziggy done, you know, eventually. We will get Ziggy done eventually. I do um, think a cast that actually cares about the project makes a massive difference, though, because... I need just, like, a cast of actors who can think... 
So, like, if that, like, feels like you, like you uh, you could write us an email over at... Nightmareboxproductions at gmail. And uh, we'll figure out how to get you to Missoula, and we'll... We'll blow up a car. The, the res is only, like, right, <laughs> it's only like 45 minutes away. I, don't, I think you can blow up cars on Indian reservations. I think got gambling and knife murder. I don't know. <laughs> like the dolls like some of the acting wasn't the best ever but all of the actors legitimately wanted to be there and legitimately cared and i read the script and asked questions and like i feel like that showed a lot more in the final product and like with ziggy it was like yeah you can tell like certain people don't want to be here we showed up early so we could get some (laughs) extra b-roll shots um and then all the other actors showed up and then two hours later, the main character rolls through, and we'd been drinking in a bar in the square going, where the fuck is the dude we need to do this right now? So, uh, yeah. Get people who actually care yeah. about your he Walked your in with Tom Cruise energy. He's like, yeah, I'll show up three hours later. Who gives a fuck? Except we're not paying this dude, and he showed up in his Burger King t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> That's not bitter at all. <laughs> I don't like it when people treat me like an idiot, you know, like that, that that's a big pet peeve of mine, especially in the arts because I feel like an idiot in all the places where it's completely justifiable to make like treat me like an idiot. If you treat me like an idiot in a math class, probably well deserved. If you treat me like an idiot when it comes to what I'm literally trying to build my life around, go fuck yourself. And almost everybody that does that is an actor, so I have problems with actors. It's like guys who always get shot down in bars. I got problems with women. I hate actors. <laughs> I don't necessarily... Girls even... don't take me serious. Fuck these bitches. <laughs> I don't even necessarily super mind the, like, one time being late, because shit happens sometimes. No, you I mean, can't. That's, you that's can't. super late, and yeah. you should not do that, but sometimes shit does just happen, but, like, when we got to the scene where there was supposed to be music, and it's very clearly in the script, there's going yeah. to be music. And happening. it's a song that's been out for <clears throat> fucking forty years. And it says what the song is, and yeah. then you could listen of, to it on the drive to yeah, the set and like, have the beat down, so you could tap your toe because it's all I was asking you to do. You fucking idiot! But like none of the actors <laughs> that were in that scene knew the song, and it was like, okay, well, I guess we're gonna struggle through this scene now, mm-hmm. like. It's in the script. Why didn't you listen to it? Like, I don't think I've ever gotten a script that had, like, a specific direction or, like, notation of something specifically being in there and been like, oh, that's not important. Yeah. Guess I won't (laughs) listen to Bach today. (laughs) So, yeah, I... Yeah, that's definitely a... If you're... It's the ugly side of shit. It's the actors. Actors are bastards and a half. They they should all... It's not just ...be institutionalized... For sociopathy. It's not just (laughs) We had some some crew on the dolls that didn't want to be on the project and we're just kind of sitting around doing nothing. So I I think at the end of the day, it's super important to have people that really care and really want to be there. And We got way away from our own faults in the creative process and now we're just (laughs) taking a dump on everybody. I'm not taking a dump, you are. I'm taking a dump on one specific person. And if he's listening, he can write me over at the Nightmare Box email thing. (laughs) Like I'm saying, 
for me, like, the learning point from that was, like, not, because both of those were for school projects, and, like, the learning point there is not to rush a project for the sake of getting it done, like, um, you know, the stuff we're doing now, like, we don't, we are setting, like, two-month deadlines, but... But if you're taking direction from a director, uh, probably don't be playing Angry Birds while it's happening. (laughs) But... Okay, but stop shitting on one person in particular. I'm trying to have a what I learned moment. I'm sorry. <laughs> I amp myself up and you're unampable because you're I'm sick sorry. and sober. Um, <laughs> but no, like, okay, so the projects we're doing now have two-month deadlines, but it's not, like, for a grade. It's not for a school project. Yeah. So if we had, like, Happy Birthday, for instance, was you know, really close to being done, but not quite there. And I was like, you know, I think we've really got something here, but we need a little more time on it. We could like push that deadline back if we really needed. Like ideally we're crunching these out in two months like we want, but like, I I don't think the project should suffer for a deadline. Granted, if somebody else is paying your bills and it's some multi-million dollar film and they're like, it has to be done by this day, then I guess you yeah. just have to get it done. No, but like, If you get an advance, but we're talking a homework assignment. Yeah. We're not talking, you know. Yeah, and like with... We spent $20 on this movie and that was just for the sheets that we were going to destroy. <laughs> and like with the, the dolls and Ziggy both, there was like a hard deadline because it was for a grade and like we bumbled through parts of it and like I, I feel like in future when somebody else is not footing the bill, you know, like slowing down and taking time like on my end and being like is this the best person cast for the role or is this the best crew member for this position or did I spend enough time editing this like taking time and kind of really analyzing the work instead of like well we said we were gonna have it done today like technically happy birthday should have been done yesterday as of the recording of this initially at the (laughs) end of January (laughs) because it was initially every month I think when we announced Happy Birthday, though, we had already said two months. Oh, it was the February assignment initially. Yeah. Because the December challenge was Mm -hmm. the one where we were like, oh, God, or the one where I was like, oh, God, I'm (laughs) falling to pieces. Brett went far too ambitious again. (laughs) Sorry, what were you saying a second ago? I have a hookup to local actors. Do you? And I forgot to tell you about that. You did. (laughs) There's a guy that I work with. Do you know his name? Mr. Logan, if you're listening, uh, who was a thespian and knows a shitload of the local acting people. Good, you can quit casting me in my own projects then, so I I don't... I'm excited because I don't want to be me ever again. It's very very difficult to film stuff when I'm in the shot. So we might have, and might is a very strong word, it'll probably not be the next one, but the one after that. Uh, actors. If we need actors, we have an in for the local acting community. That's good to know. Because, yeah, I don't, I don't like being... Didn't mean to hit you with that on air, but <laughs> <laughs> you were talking about it. I was like, wait, wait a second. I don't have to play me ever. I can just write my dude and then, like, send him off in the world and Kristen will have an actor and we can find, like, maybe, like, an, uh, an acting troupe and use, like, the same five people like Rob Zombie does. <laughs> Then one of them will eventually die, and you won't so much as, like, add a four Captain Spaulding. Oh, Was there not a notation? I, probably there was, but... <laughs> <laughs> Just slowly write your friend out of the script. Oh, I mean, Well, they had to. He was, like, in the process of dying. <laughs> and then still create the movie. It's better than 
I feel like Star Wars, where they CGI yeah. dead people's faces back into the movie. <laughs> like, that's a forever no. Like, if they're dead, don't CGI their yeah. face yeah. into the movie. No. Fuck it around. <laughs> You'll never die. You'll be in all of my films for all time. But we call this one just a little early, because I'm a little drunk and uh, hungry. I've worked through almost all of my cough drops, yep. so I'm going to be dying soon. <laughs> Kristen's losing it. She's just like slowly falling asleep on the couch. <laughs> I feel good. Uh, but I you can... My Jack snuggles going. I'm cozy. And you can find a picture of Kristen snuggling Jacks over on Instagram at... Uh, I don't think that's on Instagram, but... Uh, Not yet, but I'll take Nightmare a picture Box right Pro. now. Uh, or you can oh, swing Oh, no, at on, Nightmare Box Production, sorry. Or you can swing on over to the Twitter... And visit us where we'll post a link to Happy Birthday at... At Nightmare Box Pro. And that link will probably run to our YouTube channel at... YouTube.com slash Nightmare Box Productions. But if all three of those steps fail, you can guarantee you can find it on our website at... TheNightmareBox.blog. And you can tell us how you feel. Either via email... Oh, uh, Nightmare Box Productions at <laughs> Or email. over on our Facebook at... Facebook.com I was trying to do smooth segues and Kristen just, just lovingly got lost dog. in my eyes. <laughs> I love you, sweetheart. I love you. <laughs> I love you guys. And we'll talk to you on Tuesday. Uh, what are we going to be doing? He's out there. And I am out there. Bitches. Come find me. <laughs>